0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Cooking and Convos, the podcast to help you find more ease in the kitchen so you can prepare delicious meals quickly without a lot of hassle. I know everyone is super busy, and you don't have the time for complicated recipes with tons of ingredients. And if this is you, you've come to the right place. I'll share super easy recipes for super yummy meals, which won't have you standing in the kitchen for long. I'll share some time-saving tips as well that will help you along the way. I'll also get into some interesting conversations with folks who know a thing or two about food. It's going to be fun. So step into my kitchen to cook and connect on Cooking and Convos. Hi, guys. Welcome to Episode 7 of Cooking and Convos. Glad that you're here. I can't believe I'm already on episode seven. The time is just flying by and I have so many more recipes to share in future episodes so I'm hoping you stick around. Today's show is going to focus on side dishes. Simple sides. Nothing too complicated but dishes that add to the meal and don't just fill your plate. Sides can make or break a meal in my opinion so I tend to put some thought into them. I'm going to share three recipes that can really kick your meal up a notch. Corn salad with cilantro tomato caprese, and roasted asparagus with sprinkled parmesan cheese. These recipes are really more for the summer season, and since summer is right around the corner, I thought they'd be great to share in this episode. I tend to make them all year round, but they sing more in the summer, since vegetables tend to be fresher then. The measurements for each recipe serves four people, so if you're feeding more than four, you can just adjust the measurements accordingly. If you have less, I recommend still using my recipe so you can have leftovers the next day, but if you really don't want leftovers, then you can cut the recipe in half if you're serving just two people. Also, all of these recipes will be in the show notes, so you won't have to write everything down while you're listening. I think it's so important when planning your meal to consider your main protein so you can then plan the sides around it, so the flavors work well together and balance each other out in terms of taste, and even textures, too. For example, if I were having a heavier protein, like chicken or red meat, then I would have lighter side dishes to go around it, depending upon how I prepare the meat. I would also adjust the flavor of those sides as well. If my meat was spicy, then I would have a more low-key side that wasn't packed with a ton of spices, to balance everything out. If I was having fish, which I do quite often, I could go with a heavier side, since fish tends to be lighter and could handle a heavier side or sides. And that's what you want. You want your meal to balance out. And if I was going vegetarian one night, I might have two slightly heavier sides. And it might involve a rice, a potato of sorts, or even pasta. I have to admit, sometimes I will buy a pre-made ravioli at the grocery store, but it has to be a freshly made ravioli. Whole Foods makes a great pre-made ravioli. And I usually find that in their homemade goods section. They have all different kinds of versions and flavors. And what I do is just, I boil it for five minutes and then I'll strain it. I put a little bit of parm cheese, a little bit of fresh parsley, salt and pepper, extra virgin olive oil, and wow, it just really tastes good. No, this isn't a sponsored ad for Whole Foods. My podcast is way too new for that. But it's just one idea of having something yummy for dinner that won't take a lot of time. And I'm not opposed to getting something pre-made. I mean... We're all busy. I'm not going to, you know, stand in the kitchen for a long, long time making a good meal. So if the pre-made ravioli works, I'm going to have it. Okay, let's get into my first recipe for the corn salad with cilantro. Oh yeah, one more side note before I get into the recipe. This is a fantastic side to take to a barbecue because of two things. It's easy to make and people will love it because it's just so fresh and it just has a lovely blend of flavors. The best thing about this salad is there's no cooking involved. All you have to do is stir. So you can prepare this in the morning and it will keep until the evening. I've even had it the next night with dinner, so it's really a side that can keep on giving for a couple of days. Okay, so for the ingredients you'll need, one 16 ounce bag of shoe peg or white frozen corn, Shoe peg corn has a slightly smaller kernel, but regular white corn is totally fine, and even yellow corn is fine. The only reason why I use white corn is because of the color. I think it's just prettier, and the red pepper kind of stands out, the cilantro and parsley pop a little more, and then you can also see the red onion. So it's really for that reason that I use white corn. Sometimes it is hard to find, I have to admit, and if that's the case for you, just go with a yellow corn. So you have your corn, you'll need three tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, one quarter cup of chopped cilantro, three tablespoons of chopped flat leaf parsley, two tablespoons of chopped red onion, a half of a red bell pepper chopped, a half a teaspoon of salt, and a quarter teaspoon of pepper. So now you have all of your ingredients in front of you. You'll want to first rinse the corn underwater until the corn thaws out completely. This shouldn't take more than about 30 to 45 seconds. You'll want to put the corn in a colander and rinse it underneath the faucet so you can get all of the kernels thawed evenly. Now that that's done, just pour the corn in a bowl and stir in all of your remaining ingredients, and you're done. Really, it's that simple. I sometimes make this side with spiced shrimp, which is a super tasty combo. It just tastes like summer to me. I just love it so much. But really, totally easy, easy side. My second recipe is tomato caprese. This is a great recipe going into the summer. It's fresh, packs a lot of flavor, but it's also light. I serve this with fish as well. As you can see, I kind of am a seafood lover. This recipe is also super quick to make, probably no more than about 10 minutes. I, like you, I'm sure, love when a side dish takes just 10 minutes. It's so nice. Okay, so you'll need three large ripe tomatoes, sliced i often use the tomatoes on the vine that come hooked to each other that you see in the grocery store but mainly i just try to find the most ripe tomatoes but i find that the tomatoes on the vine just taste a little bit better they just have a little more flavor you'll also need one eight ounce ball of fresh mozzarella sliced and most stores sell this in a packaged ball or maybe in sort of a longer tube But typically, this mozzarella is near the tomatoes and basil, or it might be near the the Parmesan cheese section of your store, depending upon where you shop. You'll also need about 10 medium-sized basil leaves, 2 cloves of minced garlic, 2 tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, then 2 tablespoons of good balsamic vinegar, preferably a thicker vinegar and not the thin stuff you typically can find at the grocery store. But if all you have is the thinner version, then that'll work. I just prefer a thicker balsamic because I find it's a bit richer and it has a prettier glaze when you're pouring it over the tomato combination. And it just, it's just much tastier. So if you can find it at your store, I would try to buy it. Now all you do is arrange your tomato slices on a plate, then alternate in your basil and mozzarella between each tomato slice in a pattern. So you would lay one tomato slice, then tuck in the basil leaf behind it, then one slice of sliced mozzarella after that. You can build this in an accordion fashion or in a circular fashion. Either way, it's gonna look beautiful. Once you're done, you can then sprinkle in your minced garlic, then drizzle your balsamic, then drizzle your olive oil, and sprinkle a generous pinch of kosher salt and pepper, and then you have your side. You're done, yay. And sometimes when I'm serving this, if I want a little bit more heft in my meal, I'll serve it with some chapata or crusty bread. And then I'll put the tomato, basil, and cheese on top of the bread. And woo, is that good? Or I may just dip the bread in the olive oil balsamic drippings right from the plate. And also, I love me some wine. So if you have a glass of wine with that, it's just pretty, pretty phenomenal. Hopefully you'll love that. You might have already made this kind of dish before because it is so simple, but it's just something to think about before going into the summer. Okay, my third side is roasted asparagus with sprinkled Parmesan cheese. I love this dish because it doesn't involve a lot of ingredients, but it packs in a lot of flavor. You'll need one pound of asparagus, You can typically find these sold as a bunch at the store, and you'll want the firmest asparagus you can find. If they're bendy and just sort of feel or look floppy, don't even bother getting them. You want them firm and taut, so look for that if you can. And then you'll need two tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, one quarter cup shredded or grated Parmesan cheese, half a teaspoon of kosher salt, and half a teaspoon of pepper. That's it. Isn't that the greatest thing? So you'll preheat your oven to 425 degrees. To prep your asparagus, you're going to need to snap off the stems, which is the lower portion of the asparagus, because that section is just too hard to chew, so you don't even want to bother cooking it. And there'll be a natural snapping point if you put both hands toward the lower quarter end of the asparagus and just snap it off with both hands. You'll see, it'll just come off naturally. So snap off all the stems and put the asparagus in a bowl and pour the olive oil over them. I often get my hands in there to mix the oil evenly so it's mixed all over. Then arrange the asparagus on a lined baking dish, sprinkle your salt and pepper on top, then just put it in your preheated oven. At about the 12 minute mark, I would poke your fork through the asparagus to see if they go all the way through. And if it does, then I would pull them out, put your parm cheese on top, all over, and then stick them back in the oven for another minute. And then at that point, after that minute's over, your asparagus can be served. Okay, so that's it for the sides today. I'll have more simple side recipes to share in the future since there are just such a ton. As I mentioned before, you don't need a ton of ingredients to make good food, and I hope these recipes guide you in that direction. I'm going to be sharing simple seafood recipes in a future episode, so I hope you'll stay tuned for that. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend, or you can rate this episode as well. I'd really appreciate it. Now get in the kitchen and cook something good. Hopefully, it'll be one of these sites. Talk real soon.